Hey you, it's me, your host, Queen Helen, your favorite broker in charge and travel agent. Welcome to my podcast. This podcast is about being an entrepreneur, having a boss mindset, and believing in yourself. Girl, I am so glad you tuned in. This show is going to teach you about bossism, succeeding as an entrepreneur, having kingdom principles, traveling the world, and triumph to victory. I am going to have interesting conversations on my show because this is where real meets real estate. I'm really glad that you're here, so let's get to it. You're listening to another episode of Let Me Explain. In this episode, we're going to talk about enough is enough. Let's face it, people tend to have a skewed perception of real estate agents in the industry. The way that we are depicted on TV appears that we are all about life of luxury, glamour, and classy dinners. It also depicts beautiful homes, luxury homes, and all five-star reviews. Now, while this is the lifestyle and the perception and the reality of some agents, it does not apply to all agents. So this is allowed for outsiders and for clients and consumers to develop a misconception about what we actually do in the industry and exactly what is our worth. We don't want it to spoil the perception of the industry. And it's unfair to classify that all agents are the same because, in fact, we are not. So what they don't see on social media is the nitty gritty. They don't see the long work days, the stressful transactions, irregular paychecks. They don't understand that we don't know where the next paycheck is coming from. They don't understand that once they get under contract, that's just not all of the work that has to be done. And we'll talk about what's expected on the contracts and like when and at what point do agents actually earn their compensation. But that's a whole nother topic. And it's a whole, I mean, we can really, really dive in really deep on that on when agents earn their compensation. But what we want to talk about today is just what is our job? You know, like is everything that we see on, you know, selling sunset on house hunters, there are tons of shows that's on HGTV um, that give us an idea um, of what to expect in the real estate uh, industry. But um, HGTV, there are shows now that's on uh, Netflix that you can look at. And the reality is, is that actually reality? You know, you got the Tiny House Nation, you got Selling Sunset, you got Stay Here, um, you got Selling Tampa, you got Amazing Interiors. But does this actually show what our job is as real estate agents and what we actually, some may be true, but some may not. There's a lot of misconceptions out here, but I want to talk about four misconceptions, right? So let's face it, you know, we don't put everything on social media. It doesn't just have to do with real estate, but life in general. Like we don't share the bad stuff on social media because we want everyone to see that everything is good, right? So what are like some bad things that could happen, um, you know, things that go wrong, uh, on a transaction when you're purchasing a home. I'm just 
curious, like, have you ever uh, seen, uh, like, pictures or people talk about, you know, mold that was found in a home? What about up underneath the home? You know, you got uh, termites that have eaten up the wood on the bottom of the home. What about low appraisals? Uh, as we know, you know, you can't buy a home. Lenders will only lend you what you the home is valued at. You Even if you write an offer more than what it's valued at, you're only going to be lend they're only going to lend to you what the value of the home is um what are some other things that could be go wrong like you know having less than stellar credit scores when we look at the house shows we don't get to see uh like what was their credit score what was their lending process like um property title issues it could be a clerical error um on the report or if a deed was forged um if there's encroachments on the property that would keep you from um, owning the property or someone's home, your home or a fence or something is encroaching on someone else's property. Those are things that you're not going to see promoted on social media. Um, people promote their business on social media, social media, but no one is promoting or reporting struggle. So I want to talk about some misconceptions right here, right now, today that we see in the industry. So the, the first thing is that real estate agents make a whole lot of money, right? So going back to the social media piece, when we talk about flashy cars, big houses, um, you know, going to eat steak every night and we're looking at, you know, really fancy dinners, it really gives the impression that we're rolling in dough. In fact, some of us are rolling in dough, but there's also fact and truth that a lot of people are not rolling in dough. It's important that you trust the process. Um, the statistics that I looked at from 2020 and 21 uh, show that there's about 66.3% of full-time agents. There's about 21.2% that are part-time with another job. There's about 10.2% that are part-time with no additional work at all. And there's about 2.3% of agents that absolutely have no clue of what's going on in the market or even how they're going to navigate through this. Okay. But let's talk about the cold hard facts. So like are all real estate agents rolling in dough? I don't know if you're aware, but the average sales that a real estate agent closes in a year is typically four to six transactions. That's the average agent. Now, of course, all of us want to not be average. The goal is not to be average and uh, more times than likely the goal is to at least make what you made prior to coming into real estate or into being an entrepreneur. Um, but many of us, like myself, we have goals that I want to make more than what I made prior to becoming an entrepreneur so that I can, you know, be debt free so that I can, you know, go on vacation so that I can put my children to school and so that I can have a retirement. So you have to look at that. But the average sales in 2021, I bet you didn't know that 12, about 12%, and I'm going to use um, these averages that I'm going to give you just know that they're about this number okay so agents that close no transactions in 2021 there was 12 percent about 12 percent of agents that close absolutely no transactions in 2021 now the statistics are going to come out for 2022 so we'll see those statistics soon and i hope to um, present that to you so that we can kind of get a pulse on the market to know what's going on in the market or what we should expect and about agents that close one to five transactions there was about 28 percent of agents in 2021 close between 
one in five transactions. Now, the tough thing about these numbers is that we don't know whether or not this 28% is only one transaction. We don't know whether this 28% is only two transactions or three transactions. We just know that in the average of closing one to five transactions, there was only 28% of agents. Now, when we look at agents that close about six to 10 transactions in 2021, and guys, this is national numbers. So don't think that it's just um, pertaining to the market that I serve, but I look at numbers from a national level. Um, Six to 10 transactions, there was about 19% of agents that closed six to 10 transactions in 2021. And agents that closed 11 to 15 transactions, the national statistics show that that's about 13% of agents closed 11 to 15 transactions in 2021. Agents that closed 16 to 20 transactions, you're looking at about 8% of agents that closed 16 to 20 transactions in 2021. There was about 7% of agents that closed between 21 and 30 transactions in 2021, about 3% of agents that closed between 31 and 40 transactions in 2021. And then um, 40 plus, there was about 5% of agents that closed 40 or more transactions in 2021. So exactly what does that mean? So when, you know, just assume because, you know, see agents online that everybody is rolling in dough and that everybody is closing um, a six-figure income, that's not true. But it's important that we realize that you can close a six-figure income, but you have to be willing to put in time and effort to close a six-figure income. And this is where your mindset should transfer, uh, should take a shift from hustle to grind. It should um, shift from grind to, I have to be accountable for my actions. I have to be consistent with my everyday actions if I want to be successful. But the truth of the matter is that this is true in any business. It doesn't matter that you're an entrepreneur or not. If you want to be successful in your business, you're going to have to get in there and do the work. And sure thing that the more work that you do, the more hard work that you do, the more money will come to you. So a six figure income, you know, if we really, really want to be honest and uh, authentic with each other, as I just gave you this statistics, it is not the norm for agents to have a six-figure income. There is nothing normal about a six-figure income in real estate. So, you know, according to the National Association of Realtors, the median gross for realtors in 2016 was 42500 Now, I also have some statistics from 2020, where it showed that the average uh, agent gross in 2020 was $60,897. And that was for part-time agents. Full-time agents was about $129,996. But I also shared with you the statistics of agents that are actually part-time and agents that are actually full-time. And so when we look at those numbers, it's important that we realize that there is not a lot of agents. Um, There's about 66% of agents that are just full-time agents, but that doesn't mean that all of the full-time agents are making a hundred or a hundred thousand plus incomes um, annually. So it's important that we look at that. In fact, many agents that enter into the business, you know, they do it because of the misconception of fast, easy money and nothing about real estate is fast, easy, and quick. Statistics also show that most agents will shift businesses or will decide that real estate is not for them within the first, you know, five years. Many agents will do it within the first one to two years because they realize that this business is um, a business that's based upon the work that you do and it's commission based, which brings us right into 
people assuming that real estate is easy and there is nothing about real estate that is going to be easy. Uh, real estate is not just about showing houses. And uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, many agents have to show more than five or six houses or more than three houses, okay, in order to get people to the finish line. And this kind of goes to business planning. You have to also be able to break down how much money are you making for the work that you do? You know, what is your commission check? What is your splits that you have to split company that may be holding your license under? Like exactly what does that look? We also have to look at um, statistical analysis. Look at statistical analysis. It shows us, you know, looking at just the entire MLS and I'm looking at Canopy MLS and I, you know, showings to pending uh, that it takes. It takes about 12 showings before the, the home goes to pending. Um, and then when we look at, uh, you know, showings on a listing, you know, right now today, we're looking at, you know, about 8.6 showings um, on a listing that homes are seeing right now today are experiencing, but there's nothing about it that's saying that, you know, buyers are, you know, only seeing three homes. And then from the three homes, they're, you know, they're closing and they're getting the keys. It's just not that easy of a process. We have to realize that people are making the biggest purchase that they'll make, just that they'll make in their life. And this is not something that people are going to want to be quick about doing unless they're in a rush or there's something that um, that they have to do. You know, when you're purchasing a home that's being resold on the market and you have your home inspection, they're looking at several things in the home. They're looking at the electricity. They're looking at the roof. They're looking underneath the home. They're looking at the foundation. They're looking at all of these things to make a decision on if the home is going to be the best home for them. But the other fact of the matter is that you don't get to do the home inspection until after you put your offer in on the home. Um, and so there's not a way for agents to make that uh, easy. Uh, we also have to deal with multiple things. There's a plethora of things that we have to deal with as a real estate agent, other than showing the home. You have administration things to do. You have to um, write your contracts. You have to negotiate your contracts. You have to communicate with the co-agent on the other side of the transaction. You have to schedule your closing. You have to schedule your home inspection. You have to review the home inspection with the client. You have to do the due diligence process. You have to make sure that you are um, adhering to time as of the essence and that you are meeting deadlines for your clients because ultimately if you don't meet the deadlines you could cost your clients a lot of money and of course uh, they're going to blame it on you because you are the real estate consultant and they were entrusting you to guide them through that process then you know you have to think about closing and gifts and all of that kind of good stuff so but think about this if real estate or entrepreneurship was easy everyone would be doing it uh, this is not a field that is easy and I don't want people to be misled and just you know think about you know fast money or they think that it's just easy yes opening a door and showing somebody a house it's easy to open the door, but it's what happens after you open the door that's not so easy. Uh, even a child can take a key and unlock a door. Um, but real estate is not just about opening the door. There's value in having a real estate agent. Uh, they're going to be there. You know, they have fiduciary to you. They're going to be there to guide you through the process. You as licensees, you know, let them know that it's more than just opening doors. Uh, that just really just 
sets the tone, opening the door for things that are going to come up. The, the third thing is that, you know, people feel like real estate agents have flexible schedules um, and that they don't have to work a lot to make a lot of money. And it is, in fact, the total opposite. Uh, real estate agents, yes, any entrepreneur has a flexible schedule because you're a business owner, you're running your own schedule. But it's important that we realize that uh, even as entrepreneurs, your schedule is not flexible like you should have a set schedule for when you're going to go to work you know you um if you're sick remember i mean it's paid time off if you were working for someone else you are working for your business you're working in and at your business so um it's important that you have guidelines for yourself like every day i have to wake up when you wake up every single day you have to realize that you are unemployed you have no money today and you have to grind and be accountable and be consistent to make money so that you can continue to be a real estate agent so it's important that we do that um and you know unfortunately real estate is not just limited to a nine to five so if you're leaving your nine to five thinking that you're going to come to real estate to just do a nine to five like it's going to be a uh rude awakening for you because it's more than just a nine to five like there's agents that's out here working day in and day out and if you're someone like me like you um you know you want things to be um, perfect. You want people to have a good experience. I want my agents to um, find value in the firm. And so if that's something that I want and something that I have to work at and make sure that I'm providing resources for my agents, that I'm available for my agents and not even, uh, you know, looking from a a point of um, having agents, but looking at uh, for your clients, you know, that you're being available, that you're, um, that they're finding value in you because they're consulting you, they're, you know, that alone is a lot and it's going to take more than just a nine to five. So when you're switching over from, sorry, from a nine to five, you know, working a W2 job, going into um, entrepreneurship, just know you're going to work more for yourself than you've worked for anyone that you've ever worked And you're going to have to put in lots of hours in order to be successful. And then, you know, real estate agents don't require any skills. Um, So this, I don't know what that myth is that, you know, real estate agents don't require any skills. But I guess, you know, if we're just looking at, um, you know, things that we see on social media or things that we see on these uh, shows, I can see why that could be confusing uh, to think that it doesn't require any skills. Because like I said before, a five-year-old can go and open a door for someone, right? Uh, It doesn't take any skills to open doors, but it takes skills to negotiate contracts. It takes skills to write the contracts. It takes skills to understand the contracts. And everything that that agent does, if they are a real estate licensee, know that, you know, you have to go a bit further than, you know, just going to take the the course, you know, your pre-licensing course to obtain your license. After you get your license, there will always be continuing education. There will always be continuing education. There will always be continuing education. And I say that to say that, you know, just like any other profession, like doctors or lawyers or nurses, they have to continue to do their education um, every so often. And as a licensee, most states require that you do continuing education every single year. Like real estate is ever changing. So um, it is going to take skill set. And I think that it's good that they require a certain level of skill.
skill set and they require that you come in to learn about changes on the market the agent you know it's going to take extensive training it's going to take understanding it's going to take patience and it's going to take education for you to be the top agent you want to know how to negotiate the sale you want to know you know how to order the home inspection although you're not the home inspector and real estate licensees are not hired to be home inspectors or tax advisors or structural engineers so shouldn't be giving advice on things that are outside of our matter and level of expertise but you do want to know what to do um, and you do want to know how to properly fill out your contracts you do want to know how to explain it to the client there are so many agents that I have met that don't understand the contracts that they are sending to their client to sign. And that's why, you know, continue to listen to this podcast and you're going to get um, tips about what it means. You know, we're going to dissect the contracts. We're going to dissect, um, you know, what's happening on the market, common pitfalls that are keeping agents from uh, catapulting to success because they're losing their license by being uh, revoked or suspended or whatever is happening. But, you know, we're here to understand that, yes, there are glamorous moments. There, there will be nice paychecks. And when you get your paycheck as a real estate licensee, listen, like when I started into real estate in 2016, you know, at that time, you know, the price point was about 80 to 125,000. When I got that check, it was the biggest check that I had ever seen in my life. Like I had never seen, you know, I closed a hundred thousand deal and I felt like I was doing something. In fact, I was, I was, um, you know, getting, you know, I was operating at a higher level. I was, you know, receiving a $3,000 check. And that was something that I had never seen at least not all at one time in one hit and um that's important right but that's not going to be the biggest check that you're going to see right because we're speaking and manifesting that existence that you're going to close more than a hundred thousand dollar deal right but it it is not something that you will not achieve without hard work consistency uh, accountability and being passionate about real estate. If you don't do those things, then getting those big checks, it will never exist. All right. So it's important that we realize that we realize that real estate is not a get rich quick scheme. It's not a easy career. And I repeat, lots of agents won't last more than two or five years, right? Many people won't even get past the first year. But hopefully this will clear up any confusion or misconceptions about real estate and, you know, that it's easy or that, you know, everybody makes a whole bunch of money um, or that all we do is make a whole bunch of money because there's many factors that come into place. All right. So, guys, enough is enough. Um, Let's be real real estate agents and let's not be secret agents. Level up.